Hey there, ProSide small group leaders. Welcome to another small group leaders podcast where we help you as you lead your small groups. And uh, I just want to say thank you for all that you do week in and week out, especially during the holiday season when I know it gets really busy. I know for uh, me and my family, we're busy with performances and sporting events and all those things along with just the normal busyness of life. And uh, so I get it. And I'm just so thankful for all of you continuing to invest the time and the energy to lead the people that God's given you and to reach out to those uh, whom God's placed around you. So thank you so much for that. You know, as we uh, lead into this week's discussion, you know, we're continuing our series Wrapped in Love and really getting closer to this this Christmas season, which is all about Jesus, all about His birth and what that means for us. And, and really, we're fighting against the cultural idea of Christmas that is about, it's about me. It's about the sentimentality of the season. You know, every Christmas movie, every Christmas song you hear is about the, the, the sentimentality of the season, and it's really devoid of Jesus. You know, I was just looking at the top four holiday songs of all time. Not one of them, or actually the top 12 holiday songs of all time, not one of them have anything remotely to do with Jesus. And if we're not careful, we can easily slide into just sentimentality and forget the whole reason for the season is the birth of the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. And so we need to remind ourselves, we need to remind our people that it's all about Jesus, amen, and um, and uh, make this season about Him. And, uh, you know, we just actually had a really great se- session with our staff uh, from with one of the leading mental health experts uh, in our church, and she was just saying that uh, 19% of young people have seriously contemplated or attempted suicide. And uh, I don't know about you, but that's about one in five. That's crazy to me to think that one in five kids has seriously contemplated taking their lives in uh, at some point in time, and and that's just unacceptable to me. And uh, we need to do something about that. And I think what you and I do in leading our small groups and making a difference is is so in- important, especially at this time when depression and suicide rates skyrocket. And so, um, talking about Jesus coming wrapped in love was last week, and this week we're talking about how we can be uh, unwrapped new life because of what Jesus did. You know, the story of Lazarus uh, was about how Jesus brought a dead man back to life, and it really revealed who he was, the Son of God, that he has authority over life and death itself. And uh, one of the really interesting features of that story is when Jesus called Lazarus back to life, he came out of the tomb, and Jesus told the people, roll the stone away, and he told the people, unwrap him, unbind him from from the grave cloths that were on him. And, you know, Jesus could have easily snapped his fingers and caused the stone to roll away itself, or he could have easily snapped his fingers and commanded all the grave clothes to come off of Lazarus. But instead, he told the people near that were there, you unwrap him, you unbind him. And there's a lot in that, and we talked about it this weekend. First of all, that Jesus can give us a new life. Um, just by trusting in him, his word, he can give us a new life. And there's so many stories in our church. Many of you listening have experienced new life because of Jesus. But I love the fact that he told the people around to take off the grave clothes, to unbind him or to unwrap him. And what that tells me is that we can't unwrap ourselves. Even though Jesus may make us alive, we still need help being unwrapped. And all of us have issues in our lives and errors in our lives where we are still wrapped up with the old life and still wrapped up with sin, right? I remember after I got saved, you know, I still struggled with all the normal teenage boy stuff. I still struggled with it with my thought life. I still struggle with habits and addictions and all those things. And, and I needed help from other people in the church to unwrap me. And I'm so glad that we have a church that invested, that invests, first of all, in lost people. And at that time and still today in the next generation, 
Otherwise, maybe I may be born again, but man, I'd be still trapped in sin and bound up by all the stuff that was leading to death. And you know, in church, we all need people to help unwrap us, to give us new life, to help us to experience that new life that comes from Christ. Um, We need to make sure that we're unwrapping one another, helping one another to get the junk off of us. But we also need to invest in helping to unwrap other people. And if we do that, we will experience new life, and so will the people that God's placed around us. So as you take a look at the discussion questions here, you know, we always ask, what stands out to you from the main thought and scriptures above and why? You know, again, just with this question, I love to hear what people will say, because the Holy Spirit's always speaking something a little bit different to each person, and I love to hear what God is speaking to each individual in the group, and uh, maybe they'll talk about how, you know, they realize, man, I need help being unwrapped. I still got some old funk from my past life that needs to come off. Uh, Maybe they'll share about how they've experienced new life, and they're so thankful for it. But I'd love for us as leaders to come prepared to share something along those lines. Maybe how someone has helped unwrap you. Who helped take the grave clothes off of you? Who helped point out issues in our, our thought life, our marriages maybe, our relationships that you didn't realize were there? You know, um, I was just thinking that, you know, if it weren't for the leaders in this church that called me out on my junk as a teenager and helped me to see the, the, the brokenness in my thinking and the flawedness in my way of life, I might still be messed up in a lot of ways. I'm, I mean, I still am, but, you know, it might be worse, you know. So, um, but I'm, I'm so thankful for the people that loved me enough to call me out and to challenge me and to help, help, help me to be a better person um, and to follow God. Um, what, what is that for you? What would you highlight in this moment? Maybe it is the, the people that helped you, or maybe it's you need to help somebody else. Because while we can pray for Jesus to touch people, Jesus is still looking for people to go help unwrap them. And maybe there's people in your life that you know, man, I need to help take the grave clothes off of the Lazaruses that Jesus is touching in this season. You can look at the second question here. <clears throat> Share one area of your life that you experienced newness of life and became unbound from sin. What did you obey from his word and how... Uh, or how did others help you in that process? Like I said, you could share some aspect of your story in that moment. Um, and I think all of us listening have experienced some of that. And, you know, we may think it's old news and it's boring to us, but especially if you've got new people in your group, they need to hear a little bit of our journey and, and how others helped us along that journey. Um, go ahead and share that because it might encourage someone that they may be stuck and they may be going, you know what, I need help in this area of my life as well. And then the lastly, how can God use you to help someone else to be unbound from their old life and to experience the love of God. This is so key, especially in this Christmas season. You know, like we've been saying, you know, we don't want us to just go through this season, um, you know, just looking at ourselves and our parties and our things that we need to do and go through, but really looking at the people God's placed around us that we need to help unwrap in this season. As we've been saying, you know, this is a a tough season for a lot of people, and uh, God's placed people in every single one of our lives that we can help unwrap in this season so that they can experience the newness of life. You know, um, you know, we're having Christmas services on Christmas morning, Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. And I know some, there are a lot of people that are like, man, I don't know if I want to go to church on Christmas morning. Um, I want to stay home with my family. Now, I totally get that. I totally get that. I love staying home with my family. I love singing Christmas carols with my kids and all that. But you know what? I think Jesus would want us to be present, not just so that we can be in church, but so that we can help bring people that need to be unwrapped, that they need to experience the love of God. And we need to be there to help people to experience the love of God and to to be unwrapped themselves. You know, I was just thinking this morning in prayer, you know, while a lot of us would love to stay home with our families, there are a lot of people that don't have families to go home to. And they want to be in church, to be with the people of God, the family of God. 
Or there are a lot of people that are broken and they, they're going to be coming to church because they got nothing else. And you know what? We need to be there to love them, to help unwrap them so they can experience the newness of life that God has for them. And, uh, you know, as much as we, we have things that we would love to do, you know, the mission of God isn't always when it's convenient for us. <laughs> In fact, if the mission of God is only when it's convenient, is it really the mission of God? Um, it's, it's when it's not convenient. It's when it's difficult, right? And uh, I was just thinking, you know, this Christmas falling on Sunday mornings happens only once every six years. And uh, the people that we're reaching out to, we don't know if they'll be here the next time Christmas falls on a Sunday. But people are most open on Christmas, and we need to utilize this opportunity to see people experience the love of God and experience newness of life. And we need to be there to help unwrap them. Um, and so, you know, leaders, as, as we share this, this, this in our small groups, let's be challenging, our, challenging one another. Who has God placed in your life to help experience newness of life and to, and to help unwrap them? Uh, maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's a friend. Let's invite them into our lives, invite them into our weekend services, leading up to Christmas especially, where people are most open. And let's believe that this Christmas is going to be a powerful time where we see people's lives transformed. And in reality, that's the greatest gift we can give to Jesus. It really is. The greatest thing we can give Him is our lives and the lives of people whom He came for and died for. Amen. I thank you for all that you guys continue to do. Um, our, our staff and our teams, we talk about you all the time. We're so thankful for all of you guys. And uh, and uh, let's, let's go make this an amazing Christmas season together, not just for us to love Jesus, but so that other people can experience newness of life in Christ through all of our love and support. Amen. Have a great group this week. Encourage one another, challenge one another, and let's go unwrap new life together. God bless you.